Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of IT Varsity Tech Watch. I'm your host Bilal Katrada. And I'm your co-host Masiola Katrada. And today I have a question for you. Which country has the most gamers in the world? I would go for United States. Okay, I mean, same here. But recently, uh, the Vox.com published an article where they showed a graph of the, the countries with the most gamers. The number one country is Japan, followed by South Korea, and in third place comes the United States. Wow, so Japan and South Korea have more gamers than the United States. Now that's very interesting. That's very interesting. It is, and the reason I'm asking this is because um, recently, if you've been on the news or if you follow any memes, you know that there's been a lot of attention being drawn to video games because of the shootings in El Paso and uh, Dayton in the United States. And a lot of politicians, a lot of media companies are naming video games as the cause of these shootings. Yeah, even Commander-in-Chief Mr. Donald Trump chimed in. So according to him, and I quote, we must stop the glorification of violence in our society. This includes the gruesome and grisly video games that uh, that are now commonplace. Now, according to Mr. Trump, it's very easy for you to surround themselves with violence and uh, with a culture that celebrates violence, and this needs to stop. And I think it's interesting that he went after video games, that he mentioned video games specifically, and I'll explain to you why a little later. Even companies like Walmart, you know, this is not not just the media, not just politicians. Um, one of the shootings did happen in Walmart. So w- their response was to take out violent video games from all their stores. So um, they're going to try to stop selling these violent video games. No, not even. You know, that's, that's where the true irony is. The El Paso shooting was actually at a Walmart store. So what they are doing is they're not stopping the sales of video games. Not at all. They are actually just pulling down advertising material for the video games but the sales will continue so temporarily there's not going to be any adverts any posters uh, going out that uh, market video games but they're still going to sell another irony is that walmart is one of the biggest probably the biggest firearm retailer in the united states but nothing is mentioned about firearms in (laughs) there memo to to the staff to pull down the the <laughs> video games that is funny but the question is and the question on uh, that's been asked over and over again by gamers and the media alike and by parents do violent video games lead to mass shootings well look there's this one of two scenarios either v- uh, video games lead to violent behavior or video games are just being a uh, singled out as a scapegoat by politicians like Mr. Trump. Now, I don't want to defend video games. That's not my intention here. But I want to examine the truth for my own purposes more than anyone else because, I mean, myself, I'm a father to, to three guys, right? Three sons, yourself and your two brothers. All of, all of you are gamers. And that's my particular interest. Are these video games causing any long-term damage to you guys mentally, to my sons? And I'm sure that's what every parent wants to know, that video games are pervasive, they're everywhere. Kids are playing it from a younger and younger age. Are these causing 
psychological damage? Are these video games turning our kids into crazed homicidal maniacs like the guy that did the El Paso and Dayton shootings or like the guy that did the Christchurch uh, shooting? Crazy nut job uh, people. Are video games actually producing that? Now, the, the, the reason that I want to know is so that I can take action. However, and this is very important, if video games are not actually responsible for violence, then these politicians actually singling out video games is very, very irresponsible, extremely irresponsible, because for their own political gain, they are singling out the wrong thing, an innocent, seemingly innocent aspect, and they're avoiding the real issues. And you know what happens when you avoid the real issues? It comes back. And so they're putting lives at stake. They're putting more and more innocent lives at stake by avoiding the actual, actual cause of the problem. So now the question is, and I know uh, that's a question you, you, you want to know the answer to, that is there evidence that video games cause uh, violence, that video games lead to mass shootings? Now, according to studies done by the American Psychological Association, let's start there, right? So American Psychological Association is highly regarded, highly respected as a, a psychological organization and as experts in human psychology. Now, according to them, there is a direct link between playing video games and aggression. So what happens is people that play video games, especially younger players, do become a little more aggressive after the video games, but that is temporary. So you watch, uh, you play the video game, afterwards you're a little more aggressive and then it phases out. But this goes with pretty much everything. It goes with movies, it goes with even books. If you read a book that's particularly violent, then it sends your your blood pressure going up and you get you become a little aggressive. However, we must be very careful here. We must be very careful to understand the difference between slightly more aggressive and homicidally crazy. That's the thing that we need to, to differentiate. To date, no evidence has been shown to prove that a person playing a video game becomes violent. Slightly aggressive is one thing. A violent is another thing altogether. So slightly aggressive could mean something like just talking to somebody more harshly, being a little more uh, forceful in, in how you carry yourself or how you speak to others. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to go and hit someone or you're going to worse still go and kill someone. Not at all. That hasn't been proven. In fact, Christopher J. Ferguson, professor of psychology at Stetson University in Florida. Now, this guy is a, is a world-renowned uh, expert on video games and the effects on, on human beings. And listen to what he says, and he quotes, Speaking as a researcher who has studied violent video games for almost 15 years, I can state that there is no evidence to support these claims that violent media and real-world violence are connected. So there's the answer right there. What Chris J. Ferguson is saying, that for 15 years he studied this phenomenon, he studied video games, he studied people playing video games, and he hasn't found anybody that becomes violent as a, a, a result of, of video games. Now, it's not a contradiction 
of what the American Psychological Association is saying. Because like I said, one is becoming a little aggressive. You get babies that are aggressive. You get little toddlers that are aggressive. Put two toddlers together and throw in a toy that both of them want and there's a level of aggression. But now, does that lead to violence? According to Professor Ferguson, it doesn't. doesn't. He hasn't seen it leading to violence. Okay, yeah, I mean, I can agree with that. As a person who plays online, you know, you, you experience this type of anger, this aggression. But, you know, once you walk away from it from w- for a while and you come back, it's, it's gone. And in fact, if, if it was having uh, a long-lasting effect, I would say you would not go back and play the game. But you find yourself going back and, and playing, playing the game even more. So if, if video games are not the cause of these mass shootings in the United States then what is so this is this is something that most or most politicians don't want to hear and are very conveniently trying to avoid and that is when you look at el paso dayton and christchurch what's the common factor in all three in all three of these shootings there was one common factor and that is they were all very racially motivated. In the case of Christchurch in New Zealand, the guy wanted to wipe out Muslims from New Zealand. So he walked in in what was a, an extremely well-planned operation. This wasn't some crazy guy found a video, uh, found a gun somewhere and just picked it up and started shooting people. That doesn't happen. This was entirely premeditated. It was well-planned. It was... Uh, it was it was deliberate to the extent that he had his camera he had his live facebook feed everything going on so this was very carefully orchestrated and this was an action of a madman and this was an action of some kid that just played a video game and decided now he wants to take the the killing from the video game into the real world this was a racially charged neo-nazi white supremacist person it's the same with El Paso and Dayton. This guy or the guy, the shooters at both these places wanted to kill as many brown-skinned people, as many Mexican people as possible. And they went all out trying to, to do that. They, would, they, they, they were specifically targeting uh, the, the, the Mexicans. Now, how do you, how do you explain this? It's no, it's no secret. There's no... Uh, mystery in all of this it's simple what was the cause of these shootings it was pure and simple racism not video games and again i'm not defending video games but what i'm saying is there's bigger problems there's massive underlying problems and if we don't tackle those problems things are going to get worse you know it's like a person who's who's got some kind of of sickness and he keeps avoiding it and he keeps blaming it on something else. So you've got this mysterious uh, lump in your neck, for example, and you just apply, keep applying Vicks Vapor Rub, and people keep telling you, go to the doctor, get it checked up, go to a specialist, check it up, and you're avoiding it. What's going to happen? It could be cancerous. It could be cancer. It could be something really serious. And by avoiding it, you're just going to make things worse for yourself. Now, this is where it gets very dangerous, not from the shooter perspective but from the political perspective, because with the rise of white supremacy 
in the United States and other countries, especially in Europe. And Trump is guilty of this. More than anyone, Trump is guilty. With all his, his white supremacist rhetoric, all his attacks on, on uh, non-whites, especially the congresswomen, especially the Muslim non-white congresswomen, he has been giving impetus to these kind of movements, to these neo-Nazi white supremacist movements. He's been giving them courage. He's been giving them strength. He's been giving them motivation to go and kill people. And when he talks, it might be subtle, but it's there. And no one denies that. In his tweets, in his, in his um, uh, White House press conferences, it's always there. He seems to have this agenda against people that are not white. And this is problematic. This is the cause of the problem. Now you've got these people who have this natural tendency for violence, who have this natural racism inside of them. Well, there's no such thing as natural racism, but they already have racism. And now you've got a world leader like Trump saying to them, I'm like you, it's fine. It's fine to be racist. It's fine to be a white, a white supremacist. And brown people or non-white people are, in fact, the problem. So now what are they going to do? They are motivated now. Now they, are, they have the courage to go out and, and uh, carry out these horrible, horrible, horrible actions. And that's what's happening. So we should be investigating people like Donald Trump, people like the right-wing politicians in Europe for these violent crimes and not video games. Definitely, I agree. And, and of course, um, something to, to remember that you can't ignore the, 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 the strong correlation between guns and violent crimes or the availability of guns and and violent crimes now we know that in the united states it's extremely easy to get a gun in fact i mean you can pick up a gun at your local walmart and the gun laws are quite lax and the united states is notorious it's known for for having the uh, uh, more guns than 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 people yeah i mean that's a, that's a fact the united states has more guns than people because guns are so easy to buy I mean, you can buy a gun off the shelf. I mean, it's nothing like here in South Africa where they literally make you jump through hoops to, to get a gun. Now, if video gaming, and, and, and I missed this point, if video games were the cause of gun-related violence and like mass shootings, then Japan and South Korea would have had that problem to a larger extent per capita than the United States. But in those two countries, Leave alone mass shootings, even gun-related violence is almost unheard of. I mean, it's a huge thing if one person gets shot in any of those countries. But in the United States, it's a common thing. The United States is one of the gun violence capitals of the world. So it doesn't make sense. There is no correlation in the real world between video games and the violence or gun-related violence. So now the question arises that what why are these politicians like Donald Trump talking out against uh, video games? And again, it comes back to they are avoiding the real issues. So what do we do as, as parents? How do we respond to all of this? On one hand, we have people making claims that video games are responsible for mass shootings and for violence. And on the other hand, there's clinical evidence, the psychological evidence 
and the statistical evidence that video games are not in fact responsible for uh, violence now as a parent to me that says one thing it says that video games might not be dangerous per se in terms of violent behavior however however as a parent i see other dangers in video games and that is things like addiction now a lot of parents complain to me that their kids are addicted to video games that they spending an inordinate amount of time playing video games at the expense of constructive work at the expense of schoolwork at the expense of chores at the expense of going out outside to play of doing some sports or of doing a uh, some sort of uh, odd jobs or some part-time work now when that happens then you know that there is a problem so video games might not be dangerous uh, in terms of making people violent but video games have the danger the inherent danger of being addictive and games let's face it are designed to be addictive they designed to draw you in in fact there's some studies been done about what what specifically about video games that make them so engaging and so addictive so scientists are trying to figure out what that is so that they can apply those kind of uh, those aspects of video gaming into learning it's called gamification of learning that's a process that's actually a study in in education how do you gamify learning so learning becomes as addictive as uh, video games so that's a different topic but the thing that parents really need to be concerned about is children becoming addicted so there needs to be ground rules in place and there needs to be specific times and i'm not just talking about little kids i'm talking about teenagers also and I, in, in these days we even talking about you know 20 somethings early 20s kids because they're getting they still behave like kids these days and they still uh, you know uh, hooked on their video games their xboxes and their consoles so as parents we need to be very careful to give our kids some time to play video games and i think the best way uh, the best approach is to make the video games a a form of incentive if you do so and so i'll give you an hour or two to play your, vi your video games if you finish your schoolwork then you can play your video games etc so in doing this you're making the video games a privilege rather than a right and as they get a little older then we can uh, relax the, the the rules a little bit and as they become more responsible we can relax the rules a bit so there is that danger around uh, video games so i think as parents do we have to worry that video games are making our kids uh, violent i don't think so but do we have to be concerned that video games are keeping them away from more constructive work yes definitely and it's not just the violent video games even some game as mundane as candy crush for example which is not violent at all it's a puzzle game but that too is potentially addictive so we have to be careful that kids do not become so hooked on these games on these games that hours and hours go by and productive time has gone down the tubes but then the question is well some parents ask me this that should i ban my kids from, from playing video games altogether now trust me this is a very bad decision to do that will cause more harm than good because of a number of reasons the first reason is that 
if they're not playing video games at home, they're going to find somewhere. They're going to go and play it elsewhere, perhaps at the friend's house. They might as well be playing these video games at home under with strict parental supervision. So remember, there is no there is no substitute for good parenting. But then there's some very interesting scientific evidence that video games are actually to an extent within reasonable limits good for kids. So Dr. Daphne Bavalier, who's a professor at the University of Geneva, has found that video games within reasonable limits are good, actually good for the, for the brain. Now, but she's also found that excessive gaming is hazardous to health, mental and physical health. But what's the, the benefits of video games? So they found that video game that gamers are actually they have better vision they have better focus and they are better multitaskers and other research found uh, a positive link between gaming and positive and pro problem solving uh, abilities as well as hand eye coordination so yes video games like so many things in life might actually be good within reasonable limits in 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 reasonable amounts but overdone it could be bad for our mental and physical health so that's just been our take on uh, the whole topic of uh, video games in any case we are out of time and we have to wrap up this episode this has been another episode of it varsity tech watch i'm your host Bilal Katrada, and i'm your co-host Masiola Katrada, and we'll catch you in the next episode <laughs>